0: Customizes entry mats. Dust Techs. We play clean.com.
1: He's Craig Baddock. Quite a sport to get up off the canvas, humiliated and worn out, winded by the beating he took by Mike Henrickson in Old Guy Trivia just a few moments ago. You okay?
0: Oh, yeah. What do we do? Do we do something?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. No, that's okay. Can you name this 25. tune that I'm playing right now?
0: Uh, no, I don't remember. He's the this. band,
1: it's Talking Heads. Uh-huh. Talking Heads, Life During Wartime. Uh, he's Craig. I'm John remember, Fox. I, Go I ahead.
0: jocked in the '70s and '80s. Okay, so <laughs> this is
1: well, this the Talking Heads—that was their heyday. Do you play any Talking Heads? Burning Down the House?
0: No, I was out of jocking by that. Oh, okay. Time. Right before MTV right. got rolling is when I stopped jocking.
1: Oh, well, that was a good time to get out of it. <laughs> All right. Hold on here. Fox Sports 98 AM 1230 and
2: KWSN.com. And Manning's going to heave one. His... Oh, there's a flag. Back of handed catch. How in the world? Oh, my goodness. And Brandon Carr was back there. I mean, he is insane.
0: How do you make that catch? Oh, my goodness.
1: This is sick. Put this to music. I don't think he stepped out either. That may be the greatest catch I've ever seen. Uh, Peak Odell Beckham Jr. Back in his young days with the New York Giants. 27 years old now. And the rumor of trade discussion between the Vikings and their former offensive coordinator, Kevin Stefanski, and the Cleveland Browns earlier this week. Many people within the Vikings uh, who are very, Anonymous have said this is totally false, and uh, Rick Spielman pretty much lied about Stefan Diggs not getting traded about a month ago and lied about Percy Hartman not getting traded uh, several years ago, so who knows, but wouldn't it be fun? Uh, we we danced the idea. We also gave the notion of a trade for Trent Williams, the Washington left tackle, and uh, we've, we've said all there is to say about this, but... We want to go to the Twin Cities and and get an authority on all these matters. He's from WCCO Radio, the authority in Minnesota News Talk Radio. He does a sports show there, and he joins us on the Tires, Tires, Tires fan line. It's our friend Eric Nelson. What's going
2: on, Eric? Hey, guys. Happy Friday. Oh, it
1: indeed is. (laughs) And it's nice outside, too, which makes it even better. Um, I'm guessing this will be a topic on Minnesota Score Radio tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. with uh, your your co-host Wally. Uh, wh- what did you, what do you think of the idea? Just the idea of OBJ and Purple.
2: Yeah, it may come up. Rumor has it. Well, first and foremost, how do you know when an NFL general manager is lying when his lips are moving? So <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I take everything these guys say with a grain of salt. It's all about smoke signals now and, you know, setting off flares to distract teams and get people thinking you're going to go one way when you might go another. But let's, you know, let's, let's look at this uh, scientifically, if you will. Uh, his mom is from Wyndham, Minnesota. That's not too far from Sioux Falls. I'm sure you guys are familiar with it, former track star. I believe her name was Heather Van Norman. So there is a tie to Minnesota, albeit a maybe, you know, a remote tie. I doubt, she, I doubt
1: she's hanging out in Wyndham anymore, but indeed there is, yes.
2: I, I drove through Wyndham once and uh it was a rather quick trip. <laughs> but it's, uh so you have that <laughs> angle if you want to play it. <laughs> they have a
1: nice dairy queen there, I know that.
2: They do. Well I've, yeah I'm Craig and I Southern both Southern Minnesota's here many fine. You know? a yes, yes. uh, lot of great people down there. <laughs> it's okay, Eric. Go on. <laughs> but but so you're 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 getting rid of Stefan Diggs because he's he's a diva and then you wanna replace him with Uh, A guy who's a diva squared in OBJ, it it doesn't seem to add up, but the Vikings clearly need another playmaker on the edge to help out Adam Thielen, specifically Kirk Cousins, the quarterback, also free up your tight ends, Irv Smith and and Kyle Rudolph. You know Those guys might see single coverage if you had an OBJ and and an Adam Thielen, and then Galvin Cook, obviously, in that equation. And then, um, yeah, I I guess you have to think about it. The Vikings have extra picks, as we know, in the Diggs trade with Buffalo. But I like what you said earlier, John. Trent Williams, to me, is the guy I would have my eyes on, seven-time Pro Bowler from Washington, and he he's requested a trade. He's going to go somewhere. That's my gut feeling. Minnesota would be a good landing spot. That—that that, And he's played with Kirk Cousins. So I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, but he certainly knows Kirk.
0: I would be a little nervous. He did not play last year, uh, 13 games the year before that. I'm wondering about his health. I know he had a cancer scare. I I don't know anything about his health, and you know how the team doctors, they want to check him out pretty big time before they want to commit maybe $14 million.
2: Yeah, well, let's hope the Vikings team doctors do better homework than the Boston Red Sox doctors did uh, when we had the trade with uh, Gratterall and Mookie Betts and that three-way deal with the Dodgers. Yeah, you're exactly right. I mean, they're going to have to make sure he's ready to go. So you can look at it two ways. Yeah, maybe there's a guy on the decline, or maybe it's a guy who didn't play a lot last year. He's hungry. He'll come back fired up. He'll come back motivated. And, and I would think getting out of Washington, that would reinvigorate anybody. That would be a rejuvenation because Washington's been a mess, and they have been really since Daniel Snyder put his fingerprints on that franchise. I know that Ron Revere is going to be the guy who tries to turn it around, but they haven't been very good. So uh, the chance to come to Minnesota, I don't know if that excites Trent Wilson, well, the Vikings are just one of a few teams that have been rumored to be in the mix, and they have less cap flexibility than some of the others. I know the Cleveland Browns are supposedly looking at him. So whether or not it happens, I don't know. But I think, as you guys would, would, would agree, there's a glaring need for a stud left offensive tackle. If, if this guy can play at Pro Bowl form, again, he's been to seven Pro Bowls, that would fill a glaring need for the Minnesota Vikings. And Kirk Cousins would probably uh, let him live in his basement for free.
1: True. <laughs> I like that. You know, if you're going to give Kirk all this money, at least give him something he might If Kirk wants this, I would give it to him. Uh, you know, I think I, uh, that isn't the number one reason, but I don't think that's a bad reason since you're going all in on Kirk still anyway. Eric Nelson joining us. He's from WCCO Radio, Sports Talk on the Weekends, Minnesota Score Radio, the show that's tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. here on KWSN in Sioux Falls, Fox Sports 98.1, AM 1230, and KWSN.com. Craig?
0: Um, I know Anthony Harris has been tagged. Is there any other movement on possibly getting him a new contract? or Do you think they'll tag him, keep him tagged, or are they going to trade him?
1: By the way, that's one way to clear up some cap space if you want to get Trent Williams or OBJ, is to get rid of Anthony Harris.
2: Yeah, uh, although with a depleted defense now, I would think Anthony Harris is a guy you don't want to lose. You know, I had a chance to talk to him multiple times last season you look at the numbers. You're, you're you're clearly impressed with the interception numbers. What did he have, six or seven? I think he led the NFC. But beyond that, and again, in an interview, you can't say that you get to know anybody real well. But but you can get vibes and body language. And he came off to me as a very cerebral guy, a guy who's very uh, you know happy and appreciative to be in the NFL. And I think he took advantage of these chances the Vikings have given him. I, I think he's a guy you want to keep there on the back end. But as you know. He's, he's going to cost something. They're going to have to figure out how to do it. So I personally think you better keep him there and at least keep your safety tandem intact with Harrison Smith because uh, you're going to be doing a lot of filling in the gaps and putting in some new faces defensively because they've had so many guys leave or they've let go of them.
1: All right, Eric, it's the last time we've talked to you before the draft. And by the way, after this final Vikings question, The Gophers and P.J. Fleck, a big coup raiding the home state of a Big Ten West rival and getting a four-star commit today. tell you about that in a moment here on Craig and John with Eric Nelson. But this is our final chat with you before the first round of the draft on Thursday. So picks 22 and 25. What they might do has something to do with if they might get a trade pulled off for Trent Williams or OBJ. Uh, you I mean you get a big haul from the Stefan Diggs trade? You have more picks to play with, so you can trade up if you'd like. W- what's the best route of strategy for the Minnesota Vikings early in this draft?
2: Yeah, and, and we know historically Rick Spielman is you know the old let's make a deal, Monty Hall. Oh yeah, he likes to make a deal on draft night. So because they have two picks now, doesn't mean that's how it's going to roll when we get to Thursday night. I would say this: I think there's really a sense of urgency for Rick Spielman and Mike Zimmer to get this thing right. So, yeah, you can you you can go in and use all your picks and feel like you've hit a home run on most of them, but if they don't contribute right away, you don't know big picture if these guys are going to be around to see uh, whether they succeed or not. I think if you can strike a deal with a pick or two and land somebody who's going to come right in Fill a need, be a stud. Whether it's Trent Williams or somebody like that, even OBJ, I think you have to think seriously about that because I, I believe the Vikings' window, I think it's shutting, and they, they have to keep thinking about now and not you know two three years down the road and not developing guys. So if they can get starters via a trade, guys who've already proven themselves, I would certainly think about it.
0: Um, so far, the off season move the Vikings have made. So far, what's been the best one? The uh, defensive tackle from uh, from Baltimore?
2: Yeah, Michael Pierce.
1: Pierce, yeah. Well,
2: I, you would have to say that they really haven't made that many, um, Craig. And I talked to Chuck Foreman, the, the legendary Viking running back, about him, and he was raving about his strength. I, I believe he's in the top ten in the NFL as far as just pure strength. He, he, can, he can squat a house. I mean, he's just a beast down there as a space eater. I think weight's been a bit of an issue in the past with the Ravens. But they're going to need this guy to come in and, and you know make it work right away because I do believe as good as Daniil Hunter is, and, and I, he, he might be the best defensive end in the NFL, if, if they don't give him any help though on the other side, remember, Everson Griffin's already gone, probably not coming back the way it sounds. You know, Daniil's going to see double or triple teams, or they're just going to run away from him or roll away from him. You know what I'm saying? So they're going to have to make sure that they are, you know, get Daniil some help. And I I think Pierce appears to be a step in the right direction, but they've got more work to do. I mean, the only real unit that didn't lose anything was the linebacking core. They're going to come back intact, Barr and Kendricks and that group. But up front... You know, there have been losses, and we know about the secondary. They've got to get a cornerback or two or three, don't they?
1: Yeah, I agree. Of course. Yep. Uh, all right, so I want to get to this about the uh, the Golden Gophers today. don't know if you guys knew this. Eric Nelson joining us on Craig and John here on KWSN. PJ Fleck has landed a uh, player in his own backyard named Avery Dickerson. Well, not his backyard, Nebraska's backyard. At number fifty-six rated player at his position, Uh, Omaha, Nebraska. PJ Fleck brings him to Minnesota and uh, wins a recruiting war with Scott Frost. Now, one of my Husker buddies who likes to tweet at me, you know, first of all, somebody tweeted, "Are, "Are are you surprised?" And my answer was, "Well, no." Minnesota won 11 games last year, and P.J. Fleck has been the best recruiter the Gophers have had a long time. And uh, by the way, he's the number one, number two rated player to commit to Minnesota in the internet era. I don't know when that started, but that's what I'm reading here. Number 56 overall player. Overall player, not just at cornerback. Overall in the country. He's from Omaha, and Fleck beats uh, Scott Frost. 8th ranked in the at that position in the country. So initially with that information that you're armed with eric what's your uh, reaction
2: yeah well i i think it's another sign the gophers might be uh sticking around the top of the big 10 west for good that this won't be a blip on the radar screen because a week ago they got a commit from a guy in arizona as well i believe his name is ortiz mm-hmm. a cornerback and then they get the dickerson you just laid out his his resume and that's impressive not only getting him from nebraska but you you My hunch is, you know, Omaha, you cross the Missouri, you're in Iowa. I'm guessing the Hawkeyes probably wanted this guy, among others. Mm -hmm. So for Minnesota to get a top-tier cornerback, I I think it's huge. And what's going to happen here on draft night, you're going to see some Golden Gophers being selected in the NFL draft, and kids are going to take notice, and they're going to start saying, okay, Minnesota, players are now going to the NFL you know, a, a Tyler Johnson, that type of a, of a player, maybe a Carter Coughlin. And, and then you're going to say, okay, I've seen him on TV. I saw him win the Outback Bowl. They've got a young and energetic coach, P.J. Yeah. Fleck. Uh, I mean, I, I, you know if you connect the dots, I, I can see this thing starting to uh, come together, and hopefully if you're a Gopher fan, uh, for a long time. Because sustained excellence is what you want. I think realistically, if you're a Gopher fan, what you want is to be what the Hawkeyes and the Badgers have been the last 20 to 30 years. And that is going to a monster bowl game, you know, i.e. the Rose, you know, every five years or so. And then when you're not going there, you're going to places like the Outback and you're beating teams like Auburn. Yeah. And, uh, it's a lot of fun to think about. It, it's uncharted waters here, but uh, it might be happening. Yeah,
1: Nebraska fans are dreaming of that day to come back. And and one of my Husker fan followers on Twitter said, "Look, I'll be honest, John. Looks more like a depth chart and play early thing." Fisher and Frost have recruited that position quite well the last two years at Nebraska. Okay, like they wouldn't have taken the number fifty-six player in the country <laughs> uh, because oh, we're 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 all locked and loaded here. Whatever. I don't know. I don't keep track of recruiting. Go ahead, Greg. Don't need him. Yeah, we don't need him. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Okay, just a quick minute, uh, Eric. Uh, What are you most looking forward to seeing in Sunday's first part of the 10-part Bulls documentary? (laughs) Say that again? The Bulls documentary that's coming out on Sunday. What what are you most looking forward to seeing in that first hour on Sunday? Bull games. No, B-U-L-L-S, the Chicago Bulls of the oh, 90s. Oh, Chicago Bulls. Yes, this okay, Michael, Bulls oh, yeah, have about I got this, have you?
2: I'm a little slow. Yeah, I, I, I'm i aware of it. I'm <laughs> aware okay. of it. That <laughs>
1: sunshine I, you grew up in Southern <laughs> California sometimes. I'm thinking, well, Rose Bowl, of course. Yeah, uh, Pasadena. No, that's but, fine.
2: <laughs> no, uh, uh, you know what? I, I want to see the the behind-the-scenes stuff on Dennis Rodman Hmm. because he was crazy like a fox. And I remember reading stories where in pregame warm-ups, Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan would be launching their shots from various spots on the floor, and all Rodman did was sit there underneath the basket and watch which way the ball bounced the way they shot it. And that's how he got so many rebounds and uh, made himself really a vital part of those teams. Mm -hmm. You know, they won six titles. As you guys know yeah
1: well and, and Dennis Rodman was probably a nice rebound for a lot of starlets as well
2: uh, throughout that time so uh, <laughs> thank
1: hey you. I saw him hey can I tell you guys real quick at a yeah. Super
2: Bowl in New Orleans mm-hmm. on Bourbon Street I know for you John it's rue de Bourbon uh, it's, it's personal you go down there a lot yeah we were walking around me and my brother about three days before the Super Bowl we stumbled into a bar Dennis Rodman was there and he bought everybody in the bar a drink and boy was he? Uh, let's just put it this way: going bananas.
1: No way! I'd never. He guess. bought everyone a drink. Yes, yes. I think this is everybody's story about running into Dennis Rodman. <laughs> uh, but I appreciated that one, Eric. Thank you so much for your time, as always, and we'll enjoy Minnesota Score Radio tomorrow morning at nine a.m. Thanks,
2: Thanks guys.
1: Eric. See you, Eric Nelson at Eric and Mini Forty Four on Twitter, and we'll wrap up Craig and John. The best of what you missed today you missed anything here on KWSN.
0: Did you miss one of the awesome discussions or compelling interviews? Hear them back by going to kwsn.com. Click on podcasts. It's easy and available anytime. KWSN.com. Click on podcast. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me